Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Herd at Sports Radio. Yeah, we wouldn't be the old, uh, we wouldn't do Steve Spurrier run the quarterbacks on play after play, you know. It, it'd kind of be like, hey, you know, we're, we're in a situation where we're running the, running the ball here. Maybe it's a little more Heinrich. Hey, we're going to drop back and throw it. You know, we're, we're down two scores. Maybe it's Chubba. Um, and, you know, again, they're, they're, just, they're continuing to try to elevate past each other. And, and they're such good friends, too, so it makes it a healthy competition. So I don't think we could sit here and tell you right now. And I think that's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I think if something were to happen to Jeff, um, which I would never want to happen, obviously, for Jeff's sake, um, we would feel really good about Chubba, and we would feel really good about Heinrich going out there and leading the team. That's Coach Rule following scrimmage play on Saturday. Gosh, we are so close. I know. We're, we're right there. It, it's, 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 it's coming up quick, too. I mean, you know, you think about how high school football just got underway, and then boom, it's about August 31st, and that is the day Nebraska steps foot on the football field for the 2023 season. And uh, I mean, we're what? We're 10 days away, right? Yeah. The 21st. Yeah. We're 10 days away. Not, not, not too, uh, not too crazy, right? Not, not too uh, exciting. Oh no, it is crazy. It is exciting because I mean, football season's back. There's light at the end of the tunnel, which <laughs> is incredible. I'm, I'm thrilled. Um, I'm really curious. To see, cause, I mean, because I, like Coach Rule said, hopefully we don't see a situation where you're like, hey, we have to put the backup quarterback in. Um, but I'm really interested to see the development. Like, if they're that comfortable with Purdy and he's not just blowing smoke at us, I'm really interested to see that because there were times last year, I mean, I saw him at Florida State a little bit. No, I mean, he didn't play a ton. And then last year, and I'm just like, I don't think this guy's got it. You know, with Chuba, and so if they were able to develop him into a functional, high-level college quarterback, I will be really, really impressed because what I, whatever I've seen from Purdy at this point has not led me to believe that that's possible. Um, so I'll be really interested to see whether it's in from gameplay or from practice. Well, I mean, from I mean, gameplay, previous right? Previous gameplay, yeah. I believe, is where that assessment comes. Yeah, from. and so obviously you don't have a ton there, but whether it's the little bit he played at Florida State, the little bit he's played at Nebraska or in spring game, you're kind of just like, I, I, don't, I don't love what I see. Um, so I'll be, if they have turned him into a functional quarterback, I will be really, really impressed. Mm. Yeah, it, it will be interesting to see who the number two guy is coming in. But it looks like they're leaning Chubba, which is funny because all spring it was Harburg. Well, so I all spring it was, hey, this versatile guy that yeah. can kind of do a little bit of everything. And Chubba took a back seat. But, you know, something that I talked about with DB last week is, you know, Rule just really took a liking to how Chubba worked on himself this offseason. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it seems like, you know, he's buying into Chubba's Good reasons mm -hmm. versus, you know, the ones that are easily critiqued. So uh, it, it just – it almost feels like Chubb is in the right spot now because yeah. he has the right coach. Yeah, and that'll be – like I said, that'll be really interesting to see. I do think – I do think the first quarterback we'll see other than Sims is Harburg, but I think it's because they're going to have a package of quarterback run plays for him. Um, I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but – Satterfield likes throwing some other guys back there for QB run plays um, other than his primary uh, uh, signal caller there. So uh, I'll be interested to see how much they do that with Harburg. But I would say 
I, I would guess Harburg will be the first quarterback we see that's not Jeff Sims just because of that. Even if Chuba has the edge as the number two guy, I do think we're going to see a package of plays for Harburg. Now we'll get more into conversations from practice, um, you know, throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the, what we heard following scrimmage play with Coach White, Quentin Newsom spoke, Deshaun Singleton spoke, which was funny because I'm going to have to pound, you know, DB when he – comes in at the 8 o'clock hour because let's just, he was on the Deshaun Singleton train <laughs> early. And I'm like, okay, um, you know, take your shot, right? <laughs> Shoot and your now shot, it DB. seems like Deshaun Singleton <laughs> is a favorite on this team. So yeah. uh, let's just say DB knows exactly what he's talking about. Um, yeah, and that's, then that's fair. Omar talked. Is, is Omar your guy, Shane? Yeah, Omar, he loves Omar. Oh, gosh, yes. You, did you get some Omar clips? Uh, I mean, I've got uh, – How got many times me. did you watch that interview? Three? <laughs> Uh, maybe a few times. No, I did. I watched it a few times. Yeah. I, I watched it a few times. Yeah, I know. It wasn't nothing new. Omar it's Brown pretty good, spoke. pretty good time. Yep. Shane's just having a conversation with himself and Omar Brown over there. Oh, yeah. It doesn't shock me. Shane has conversations with all his audio clips. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. Have a conversation with us, too. Warhorse Casino phone line, 888-638-4876. Uh, we are brought to you uh, by The Beanery, the only coffee you should be drinking when you're listening to Coffee That's and Cream, right. the official coffee of Coffee and Cream. A uh, lot of great locations uh, in and around your area. I've been to all three. I've been to the newest one as well. And, you know, just what I found out is the people there are, are why you keep going back always with a smile on their face. And um, I did I did the pay it forward thing the other day. Oh, yeah? I felt weird doing it because it gets mixed reviews sometimes. Like, I, I like to do it when I want to do it. It was yeah. the first time I've ever really done it. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I'll pay for the group behind me. Like, that's cool. It was like 12 bucks. Um, so I did that and just kind of drove off. Didn't want, like, any recognition right. or anything because yeah. that's not – you do it <laughs> by not receiving recognition. Um, but – even the worker was like, oh, wow, that's super nice of you. I'm like, yeah, it is, <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks. Yeah, the worker gave me a, a little bit of recognition. I just, I just have the <laughs> – So go to the beanery if you want to potentially get a pay-it-forward courtesy of me. I just had this vision of you, like, paying for the people behind you and then, like, pulling off to the side to just, like, wait for them and see them get <laughs> – <laughs> Like, creeping on them. Be yeah. like, ah, no, you yeah. and me, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like that commercial where you go back in line and then you order hoping that they pay it forward for the next one. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no. We didn't do that. Just just drove on nope. off? Yeah. Nope, just drove right on That's off. That's good. So. You don't want to stay there and, and creep on people <laughs> for their free coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this weekend too was uh, the big UFC fight between Sterling yeah. and O'Malley. That was a that was a shocker. You know, after talking to Brian Edwards on Thursday, he made it sound like it's Aljamain Sterling all the way, and so uh, he built the parlay for me. I placed that parlay. Mm. It did not hit because Sterling got TKO'd in yeah. the second round. How about that? Like round one was kind of like yeah. You know, whatever, going back and forth a little bit, and then Sterling got off balance, and O'Malley just took his cheek. Yeah, I, it's kind of funny. I feel like there's a lot of UFC fights where it sort of feels like the action almost like catches you off guard, where they're kind of settling into it, and then all of a sudden there's a huge strike, and it's 
almost over before you know it um, as guys kind of like try and feel themselves out. And it, it almost it reminds me of and this is, you know, somebody who doesn't watch nearly as much hockey as you do. But it kind of reminds me of hockey. Sometimes it's a lot of times you kind of see momentum buildings and things like that. But sometimes you get goals that almost like appear out of thin air. And that's sometimes how UFC strikes me. It's like, yeah, sometimes you get the fights build and sometimes it just kind of this strike comes out of nowhere and ends the fight before mm. you even really uh, know what's going on. But no, so I, yeah, I didn't watch the undercards, but I saw the main uh, event. I saw O'Malley with the TKO, and I mean, it was yeah, it just kind of almost came out of nowhere. It was it was a really good battle. So um, you know, just a lot of cool stuff this weekend. Question for you before we head into the break here, yeah. because yesterday I was watching baseball. I was watching the Orioles. Gunnar Henderson was... Uh, you weren't watching my Red Sox no, kind of crawl no, their way back into that No, but that I did watch the Cardinals race. not get swept <laughs> by the Mets, thank goodness. Um, Gunnar Henderson, you... Uh, do I say gunned out? No. No. Because no, no. I thought about it too gunned long. Gunned down? Yeah. No. 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 So, he hit a double, hit mm-hmm. a triple, then he hit a home run. Eighth inning, he hits one down the line. Do you stop at first for the cycle, or do you go to second? Mm. The score is 10-1. to 1. I'm stopping at first. Yeah, he ran to second. I mean, you know, boost that slugging percentage up a if little bit. If the score was 2-2. Two to two, I get to second. I get to second 10-1, to one, I'm keeping my cycle. <laughs> I couldn't believe You should have seen the dugout's reaction yeah. to him standing on second base. You see Mateo and Mullins just like, yeah, do you you wonder what are if you doing? You wonder if he just like had a brain hiccup and didn't even, you know, like you, no way, right? A ball player knows. So no, much. he probably knows where he was at, but I wonder like if in the moment like the instinct took over, like when you hit the ball and you're just like, "Oh, I got two. And then by the time you're running, you're like, "Oh." First base coach got to say, "Stay one, stay yeah. one, stay one, stay you one, stay him one." Out. <laughs> yeah, you have to set him down. Throw up the stop sign early. Right. <laughs> <laughs> run through the bag. <laughs> you usually double down the line, you run through first base. You don't usually get a lot of stop signs at first base, but you got to help your guy out in that situation. Yeah, I'm stopping at first. You got I'm taking to, yeah. that baseball like you said, it's, two, it's two, going up in the trophy case. 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two, I'm, right. I'm I'm it was going for second. 10 to 1. 10 to 1. I'm I'm taking my cycle. Good on the Orioles, though. We'll get more into baseball talk and the sports cleanup. When we come back, let's get into some of this audio because there was something that I took note of that Matt Rule said on Saturday. We'll get into the point he made on game prep timing mm. and the importance behind the importance behind that. We'll do that next. Sam McEwen also coming your way at 8 o'clock. Stick around. More CNC next.